Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. This is yours truly, T-Double. Uh-huh. And, um, first of all, I would like to introduce y'all uh, one of my first cousins. Shit. You go by the name of Jackie Fizzell, Washington Fizzell. Come on. Uh, if you want it, you got it forever. Put your hands together. Baby, this ain't no one-night stand. Uh-huh. No hot. Uh-huh. Come on. If you need it, you got it, whatever Come on, baby, we can just fly away Fly away, fly away, baby First of all, let me get on here and say, man, I'm praying for y'all out there still stuck in the house with this coronavirus. Everybody who's still, you know, now they just, you know, uh, uh, cancel school for the rest of the year. So we pray that this thing be done before August, before football season roll around, man. Another thing, news of the day. Um... They trying to really pass this law with the two grand a month, man. I pray to God that they pass that. That could change a couple of people's life around here, especially mine. So I pray that they do that thing, man. And, uh, you know, just fall on your knees with your boy. Uh, Y'all go to church this morning. Send the temple up this morning for, for, for this crap to be over with, man. Um, before August and uh, that, that, uh, that two grand a month fall through. Pray for our Democratic Party, man. Pray for them boys in the House of Representatives that they able to get this thing passed for this two stacks a month. Um, getting right into it today, man. This morning we were talking about um, we gonna be talking about family, the family dynamic. Um, I ran across a post on Facebook that uh, had a picture of uh, two two black families. And one was in the 1950s, 1960s, something like that. And one was in 2019. And the 1950s or 60 picture had a mother and a father with like two or three kids. The other one had a single mother uh, for 2019, had a single mother with like four or five kids. And the question or the caption says, what happened? And in my opinion, what happened was uh, Jim Crow. Um, obviously happened. Uh, black fathers were taken off the streets, literally, and put in jail, or were killed, and still being killed and put in jail. Um, you you had black fathers who just neglected their families altogether. Um, I feel like as a as a as a race, we always kind of late to the society party. Meaning that the things that we see in society, we don't necessarily jump right into that bandwagon, which is a good thing. But eventually, we do fall a victim to it. Um, I can remember as a jit when the whole divorce uh, rampage, I call it a rampage, kind of started. And you started seeing it in Hollywood first. You saw it on TV. And then you saw it, you know, on like the real Hollywood stores, how a lot of these celebrities, athletes, or whoever were divorcing their wives and then you start seeing it in real life. And I paid attention to that because people always taught me that 
You don't believe what you see on TV. And that's hogwash. Because they one and the same. Real life and TV life is, is one and the same. I don't care how silly a show can be. Hell, you can watch Family Guy, American Dad, uh, these silly ass little cartoons that come on TV and learn something sometimes. They be predicting the future. Like they had a cartoon um, pretty much making fun of Bruce Jenner one time. Way before Bruce came out. Way before. This is like years before Bruce Jenner came out. And I, if y'all family got uh, uh, fanatics or whatever, y'all done been watching it for a long time like me, he was he was dancing on stage. He was still a man, but kind of in drag a little bit and dancing to the troops. Um, dancing for the troops overseas. And basically they were saying that he was gay. You know, uh, you know, was transgender or whatever, trying to say that he had female tendencies. And then years later, he comes out as a transgender. Nobody would have thought that. Bruce Jenner was the most decorated athlete of all time at the time. You know what I mean? Was an Olympic champion, was on weedy boxes and all this stuff. Nobody thought that of Bruce Jenner. Hung out with O.J. Simpson, a true killer. A true athlete, a true, a, you know, what you would deem to be a true man. So my thing is, is I never, I never feel, uh, I never thought that. Don't believe what you see on TV, cause it it ain't never been that way. You can always learn something from. Because here's the thing, TV, I, I feel like it goes hand in hand. What you see in real life, TV picks up and put on TV, and then what you see on TV, people pick up in real life and start doing. So it goes, It's to me, it's always been a hand-in-hand -hand kind of thing. Um, you can go on YouTube and see where they say 10 times that such-and-such such show predicted this event. Or somebody died. You know what I mean? One of these celebrities died. Some crazy stuff. You know what I mean? So I've always felt like TV had its place in society as far as you know, trends and fads and all that stuff. But to to get to the point, um, black men have been stripped away by the government. You know, and I don't just mean, I don't mean like the CIA or none of them, but them too. But, you know, mainly police officers uh, and corrupt justice systems. They've been taken out of the house by that. Also, you know, back in the day, it didn't take love to be married. Sometimes, you know, man come home from the war, fall into a chick after the club one night, get her pregnant, and he feel like he got to marry her because that's the right thing to do. And so over time, that stuff went away because neither one of them was happy, but for the sake of how people felt, and some people still feel, which I do, still feel about the sanctity of marriage under the law of God. Nobody's going to get divorced. You know what I mean? And I feel as though if you're going, if you, if you're going into it with the thought process, and I know people are going to say, well, nobody don't go and get married thinking they're going to get divorced. That's BS. That's BS because I feel like even when you dating a person, you go into it like, if this Negro cheat on me, we done. You can't do that. You know, if you're marrying a person, you got to go through hell or high order with them, no matter what it is. 
no matter what it is. Now, if that person beating on you and continually cheating on you, then yeah, the Bible talks about it. You have a right to divorce a person, you know, and, and it also talks about how you're supposed to do it, you know, and, and I don't, you know, I can't say, but it is what it is, the law of the Lord. You know, I can't say that I agree with it, all of it, but it is what it is. You know, uh, I, I can't I can't recall everything on that right now, so I ain't going to talk about it because I don't want to lie on the Bible. Um, I vaguely remember one saying about if a man commits adultery on his wife, uh, she's able to... I think she's able to divorce him, but nobody else can marry her because she got divorced from him. And it'll be a sin to, to marry uh, a woman who's been fornicated on, something like that. Or if she fornicates on him, um, he can divorce her, but can't nobody marry her because she she fornicated or whatever. It's something, it's something like that. Don't take me at my word go read it for yourself because i need to brush up on it myself but um there are laws against people getting divorced or whatever but anyway i feel as though sexuality these days have a big part a huge part into why we don't have strong black family values right now and it's on both sexes it ain't just on the man and it ain't just on the woman I feel like everybody out here just free-flowing with their sexuality and it's damaging the future for a family. It's not only damaging your family, it's damaging your kids and their future families because they're going to see what mommy and daddy do. You know what I mean? Um, Hollywood is doing their part to make sure that we, society, I won't, I won't put it all on Hollywood, I would say society is doing their part to make sure that black families stay separated because now they're putting in your kids minds in your kids heads that it's okay to be transgender it's okay to be gay it's okay to have you know what i mean it's okay to have these feelings and it's not okay i know everybody been talking about d-wade son that is the most tragic thing to me as a black man as a black father no way in the hell. I, I commend Labusi. I commend Labusi. Because there's no way in the hell that I'm allowing my son to tell me, Daddy, I feel like a girl. And I want to change. I want to cut my wee-wee off. Boy, if you don't sit your $2 ass down somewhere, there's no way. So what that kind of tells me is that D-Wade has been neglecting his son and teaching him the ways of a man. That his son feels that way. The first thing he said is, I always knew my son was a little different. Uh, you know, he uh, he's more artsy. Nigga, you ain't got to be gay to be an artist? Are you kidding me? Negro, please. But there's, there's, here's the thing. People, you know, ain't just looking at it like, oh, D-Wade's son is transgender. You got to look at it in the way of, here's a, here's a pretty powerful figure. In the sense of, he has a lot of followers on social media. 
He's an NBA champion. He's, uh, you know, he's married to Gabrielle Union, who's one of the most uh, prolific black actresses and actresses outside of race um, there is. And their son, deemed in the way of society, their son is being courageous by telling his father that he's not only gay, but he's transgender. It's crazy. So, when other people see this, they're like, oh, that's so cool that he's okay with that. That's so cool that he was courageous enough at 12 years old to tell his father that he's a girl. At 12, you don't know what you want to do. At 12, you don't know what you want to do from this minute to the next. Your hormones is raging. You constantly want to touch yourself. I ain't going to spend time on that. But my thing is this. A child cannot decide that for themselves. But Hollywood society is pushing the agenda to make it okay for little kids to be this way. And not only little kids, but more so little black boys. Which is stripping the man right out of the house before he even becomes a man. And people, I mean, if y'all if y'all ain't so blind about things, people will say, you know, uh, I, and I'm one. I don't really care what gay people do. You can be gay. I don't care. It don't bother me. It only bothers me when you start throwing this crap on, on, on kids. You know what I mean? It starts bothering me when you start throwing it on kids. That's, that's a no-no. And God don't like that. Which is probably why we're going through what we're going through right now. Because when you're touching God's children, his real children, like little kids, little children, you're going to be dealt with. And we as a world, we're going to be dealt with. That's why we're going through what we're going through. I can guarantee it. That's some of the reason why we're going through what we're going through. Because America has flipped a effing lid. They done got outrageous. It's outrageous. And for the ones who don't, you know, believe in God or, or got they fought with God, God fighting for us right now. God is fighting for the injustice of black people right now. Y'all got to understand what's really going on in the world right now. But I, that's another podcast for another day. But understand, God is fighting for us right now. But... The way that the, the the way that the powers to be are thinking, if I can get to these, if I can get to the kids, ain't gotta know. I have no more worries about having to deal with the fathers. I don't have to worry about dealing with the black man no more. If I can get to the kid, I never have to worry about dealing with them as an adult. My job is is been done. He's going to be too he's going to be too soft and too feminine to deal with me. So they've taken the fathers out of the house. It's harder. Now, just imagine if D-Wade's son can come to him like that, laid back. And you got to understand when you rich, you laid back. You're not as aggressive as a normal parent a lot of times. You you in the spotlight a lot, so you can't be that dominant parent like you would if you just, 
you know, uh, 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 third string player on the team or you just got an everyday job, ain't nobody looking at you like that. You know, so he's living this lifestyle of that particular lifestyle that he's a he's uh, uh, affiliated or he's being exposed to a lot of different spirits and sexualities in and out his house, like you know, wherever they may travel to. And so it's easy for him to say. Yeah, that it is how I feel, and no repercussions come above it. In a real household, if a father's not there, and a mother's doing it all on her own, and your daddy ain't there, it's almost just as easy for our kids if they're being subjected to it through TV and through social media and through you know things that they see on their iPads and little cartoons now that they watch it. It's easy for that to get into their souls, into their spirit, into their lives. And if we ain't there taking up time with them, praying over them, protecting them, teaching them to be men, teaching them to love women, teaching them to treat women right, it's going to happen. It's easy for that spirit or that demon to get in. We got to be more protective. Even if you even if you don't have kids, if you're a football coach, if you just, you know, you got kids that run around in your neighborhood, little black boys who run around in your neighborhood, be a man and take out some time with them boys. I do it all the time. And I got two boys. I do it all the time. The kids in my neighborhood, they come to the basketball court. I go out there and spend time with them boys. And most of them, all most of all of them have you know father figures in their life and stuff. But it doesn't hurt to have another positive role model in their lives. I have mothers who I won't say a lot of them, but I have had a lot of women, you know, come to me and thank me for taking up time with their child because they don't have a father figure in their life. A lot of my boys who I coach, they come to me and say, "Coach, man, thank you." For being a father figure to me. You my father figure. And sometimes that might be just a plug for me to feed them. <laughs> but I I don't care. Because somebody got to teach them. They, a lot of times, these boys be big. I look at them almost like they grown. You know what I mean? But at the end of the day, they're kids. They're babies. They still babies. And when you a baby and your mind is still in a baby mind state and you don't have a father figure teaching you things, it's hard. It's hard for that young man. So be a real man and teach them how to be a man. Take up time with them. Take them fishing. Take them to the store. Let them know you care about them, man, because a lot of times they don't have that in their house. After me and my my um, my girl, who you know we ain't together no more, or whatever. Right now, whatever, you know. But with our stepson, with my stepson, with my other son, I won't call him my stepson. He's my son. With my son, who's good and grown now, she made sure to always be a mother and try to be a father too. She made sure 
that she was hard on him in a way that a man would be hard on because I was never really hard on him. You know, I taught him things that a man should teach a, a young boy, you know, and we both did. We both had the sex talk with him. We both, you know, taught him about life and responsibilities, and we still doing that. You know, I just had a, a good long talk with him the other day. You know, we still doing that. Just because he 19 don't make him grown grown. He just old enough to buy cigarettes now. He ain't even old enough to do that no more. The laws unchanged. So he really ain't got no, you know, adult privileges yet. So you still have to teach your kids well until their adulthood sometimes. I still lean on my parents. For certain things. You know what I mean? So you're, you'll never get away from that stuff. So you always want to be there for a child. Or at least give them enough tools. That when they get out there in the real world. They can lean back on the conversation y'all had. You know. You can teach him. Even if you don't have a family yourself. You can teach him what family value means. And even if you don't know. Teach him what you do know. See, you, you still know how to be a man. You still know how you're supposed to treat a woman. You still know how you're supposed to conduct yourself in society. You know what I'm saying? So those little those things go a long way. They go a long way. So I feel like um, we as a, as a race have, from what I can see on Facebook a lot of times, a, a lot of us have got away from the values of God. Outside of Jim Crow, outside of sexuality, we've gotten away from the values of what God deems family-oriented. And it's taken a toll. It's taken a toll on our, on our family life. It's taken a real toll on our family life. So, from my... From my standpoint of the of the of the post, I feel like from that point to this point, a lot of people got out of the will of God. You did have some fathers who just walked away. You did have some fathers who may have been actually gay. And you know, they walked away early on in their child's life because they didn't they were ashamed of it. They were ashamed to be gay and to have a son or a daughter. And that may look at them differently because of their sexuality. And in my opinion, he did the right thing. He did the right thing. He made me knew that the mother was strong enough to, to take care of them and that she would find somebody else, you know, that was more beneficial to her than he would be so he walked away and sometimes maybe I feel like that's all they could do is just walk away without a trace you know what I'm saying walk away without a trace but for the most part I feel like fathers didn't you know they weren't just neglecting their responsibility there was always a reason behind them neglecting their responsibility there was always a reason whether it be that, whether it be drugs, whether it be they felt inadequate enough to support their family, 
or that they couldn't find work or they just wasn't equipped to be a good father because of the, the life that they lived when they was a child. Some of them didn't have fathers or their father was very abusive or whatever. And so they felt that rage inside of them that they wasn't gonna, they was going to be just like their father. They just walked away. And I don't see nothing wrong with that. I, I rather, I rather a man like that walk away than to be there and abuse their kids because they don't know how to be a good father. And on the flip side of that, a lot of fathers who are great fathers had that type of father and and just promised themselves that they would never be that guy. And so I feel like I commend that father as well, you know, for sticking it out, for learning. You know, uh, uh, trial by error. So, in conclusion, I feel like that's what happened. And that's why we don't have a strong family system anymore. Jim Crow, sexuality, and we fell out of uh, uh, the protection of God. But again, I'm telling y'all. Open your eyes. <laughs> Open your eyes. All this that's going on. Open your eyes, man. I've been saying it for a while now. If you ain't been on God's bandwagon, you better jump on now. Because what I feel like God is doing is purifying his city. And I'd rather him purify it this way than to, than to be a real Sodom and Gomorrah and him destroy the whole city. Or we have to pack up and move out the city. Because he finna get ready to destroy everything in it. I, I, I thank him for doing it the way that he doing it. But I'm telling y'all, if you ain't on God level, if you ain't on his side right now, if you ain't believing and trusting in God, if you ain't praying to him, if you ain't loving on him, if you ain't, if you ain't standing up for him, you better do it, man. You better get yourself together because I'm telling you, he's purifying this country. He's purifying this world right now. He's purifying it. He's getting attention. I'm telling you, he's grabbing people's attention. And if you're still too dumb to see that or too naive, I won't call you dumb. I'm going to call you naive because you know what's going on. Preachers have been preaching it. Prophets have been prophesying it. And if you're still too naive to, grab, to grasp on to what God is doing in this hour, I can't, nobody can't help because you won't help yourself. And I'm telling you, I ain't, I ain't no preacher. I don't profane to be perfect at all. I curse, I dip and spit. I love women, but I know who God is in my life and I try my best to please him. I have to ask for forgiveness constantly throughout the day, constantly. I'm not perfect at all, and I ain't trying to look down on nobody, and I never do that. I'm just real. I'm real, and I'm telling y'all what it is. I'm telling y'all what it is. And it's probably part of it, too, because we ain't taking care of our families like we should as black men and women. Women, y'all are part of it, too. Y'all are part of it, too. Maybe not as much as us, but... Y'all still got y'all part to play. You got to start letting a man be a man. 
my dog had a big conversation on Facebook the other week with look like his you know his his wife and his in-laws or whatever and I'm telling y'all from what from where she was spewing out man that's how I see a lot of black women you won't let a man be a man and that come from past hurt that come from a lot of different things and I ain't talking about her in specific I'm talking about women in specific because it ain't just black women it's, it's all races but I see it I talk about my black women because that's who I love to be with and I would love for my black women to, to take it down a notch ain't nobody asking you to be a servant we ask you to be subservient and that means you got your man back you allow him to lead you not being a dummy and that's 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 what we get into with these women. But that's another podcast. That's another podcast. I ain't finna jump into that. But women, y'all got y'all part to play too. Start backing your man up a little bit more. Stop stop trying to make him a weak man because he ain't. Stop trying to make him less than because he's not. You know, y- y'all driving. Y'all sometimes y'all can drive a man away. Because you won't let go and let God and you won't let go and let this man be a man. I see it all the time. Now, we love a strong black woman. Don't get me wrong. I love a woman to be a little authoritative, but not when she's trying to take over the whole show. Heck no. That's that's a, that's a turn off. That's a big turn off. And a lot of women that I talk to, they love for their men to put their foot down. They love it. You know, but we don't want to have to sit and fight with you all the time to be able to put our foot down. Because we'll back off and be like, all right, you do you. Okay. Yeah, I do it. Don't worry about it. All the while, we sneaking out, talking to the chick that, you know what I mean? And then y'all wonder why black men, again, never mind. That's another podcast. All right. I'm getting off of here. It's done been 30 minutes. Hopefully I answered y'all question. Hopefully this was entertaining for y'all. I'm glad to be back at it. I love y'all. Stay prayed up, man. I'm still praying for everybody. Praying that God keep us all safe in this hour and in this time. I pray God continue to bless us and continue to grant miracles and continue to protect us and strengthen us during this time and keep us during this time. I love everybody. I love all y'all. Thank y'all for listening. I pray this thing go viral. Uh, Y'all keep it sharing it. Keep listening. Keep it coming. All right. Love y'all. I'm out. Enjoy your Sunday. Peace.